Welcome back to Real Voices of the Game. My name is Dave D'Agostino, and I'm here with our host and star of this show, Sal Marinello. This is The Hot Corner with Coach Sal, episode 441. This is the third episode in a Tuesday triple header. Sal's the best guy to have hitting third here. He's going to knock it in for us. Before we bring him on, just want to round through our sponsors quickly. Jaw Bats, RVG at checkout is going to get you a percentage off of great maple bat tanners using the M110 model. Loves it from both the lefty side and the righty side. We're going to be announcing uh, partnerships with Bonet, Kinetic Arm. Just want to give our audience a chance to check out what they have to, to offer. And it's going to be a broad partnership. We're going to do a lot of good things with them uh, event-wise too. Millions, our partner in marketing. Pay attention. I'll put their, their site and our link in our show notes. And it's already on our social media. You'll be able to pick up merchandise by the end of the week. Hats. T-shirts for men and women and hoodies for men and women. Also experiences where you can hire out our podcast hosts, whether it's to answer a question, speak at your, you know, your business or speak to your teams. Uh, we can do it virtually. We can do it in person. A lot of options there. And then fun videos we're going to have where if it's your birthday or Valentine's Day, you can uh, get a, a nice note or you're, you're in a big event, a nice note, motivational message from one of our podcast hosts to your team, to your significant other, to your company whatever it may be. And then the last but not least, our awards, Sports Podcast Group, and the Webbies. Thanks so much for uh, allowing us to be nominated for Baseball Podcast of the Year. And that is all of our podcasts together. So as Jim Colonel said, a little We Are Family Award. So with that, Sal, welcome back to your show. Yep, Good to be here, Dave. Again, the weeks go by fast, which is both a good and a bad thing. Yeah, I had a joke. Somebody said something about, because you know, you know I have four children. You have Your children are getting older. Um, and they say, you know, the, the, the years go by fast and I kind of joke, I said, Oh boy, yeah, no, I know. I understand. I said, but those days, man, they're freaking long sometimes, with these <laughs> kids. but, uh, but anyway, so we, we, uh, we go back and forth together on Instagram. We trade, we trade notes, we trade messages, we trade articles. I wanted you to start with, if you're okay with, with this, um, you sent me a podcast. I think Tucker did it about, with Callie means on it. And then I think, uh, RFK was that RFK Jr. Uh, there's been a bunch of them, so yeah. He Callie Means is someone I just found out about. He's been making the rounds, so um, I'm not quite sure at this point because we send so much stuff back and forth. But uh, yeah, I did send you the podcast, and then I did send you a uh, a post from Callie Means's um, Instagram. That was it. Yep, that one. What and what, well, what's he about? Well, I mean, he he was someone who worked for the health in the healthcare industry, and he came. He basically he has a very similar story to Gary Brocka. Who Gary Brocka came out. He had worked in the insurance industry on the actuarial side, and basically used his knowledge of observing trends to come to the public with things he was seeing, and 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 to try to talk them out of and point out that certain what you would consider traditional methods of treatment would ultimately result in your demise, depending on the, the condition and the treatment versus Callie means who was on the pharma side and has basically blown the whistle on all the dirty dealings and the uh, 
the the philosophy at work behind their methods and and why they are doing certain things like they do. And, and one of the major things that you could point to is, and one of the major things I saw him, to the two 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 of the biggest things were one the advertising dollars that pharma pumps into the what what they're now calling not the mainstream media but the legacy media because I think to 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 seed the mainstream title to the networks is to ignore the fact that um, if if it is the mainstream it's the smallest mainstream you could think of so I don't think they're the mainstream anymore but they are the legacy media. I think that's more accurate in that they have the history of being in the, in the driver's seat, but that's about all they have. So his philosophy. Um, so, yeah, so he came out more of as a whistleblower yeah. and he's gotten a lot of traction considering it seems like all of these divergent threads of pharma, food, health choice are kind of coming together as we move into 2024 he, he linked i was re, i was watching the instagram post when you sent it to me right away but he's he's linked alzheimer's and dementia to diabetes well they're according to his research and to his claims that they're starting to refer to dementia as type 3 diabetes and that without getting too deep in the woods weeds here on biology that you know cell dysfunction is cell dysfunction and the working theory, which I am a proponent of, is our diet has created this situation. And when I say our, I'm not talking about mine and yours, but this diet that the general public is following has resulted in this cellular dysfunction, which sets us down the path of both diabetes, dementia, or right, not say both, of diabetes, dementia, and cancer, all cell dysfunction. Yeah, no, I was that caught my attention when I, when I I read it first in caption, which made me listen to it. I guess that's the point of the, the post. But I'm interested. I did not listen to the podcast yet, but I'm certainly going to do that today when I have more time. You, you mentioned, uh, you know, we've mentioned diabetes uh, most shows, and there's, you know, we're talking government right now, the American Diabetes Association, and all of these government funded programs. They don't exist if, unless there's a problem and they don't get paid similar to our medical world. They don't get, it's not called health. It shouldn't be called health care. It should be sick care because they don't get paid when people are healthy. Um, you know, you sent me this picture that looked good. Fruit filled pancake puffs um, by the Di- diabetes food hub. What was that about? Well, it's the American diet um, diabetes association. And on there, they have this, um, I, I would imagine it's a joint venture with this with this diabetes food hub that is uh, ostensibly providing new, uh, menus and nutrition info, uh, information guidance based on the on the menu items. And here here's something they're telling diabetics to eat. It's a, a fruit filled pancake puff. Ingredients: nonstick cooking spray, egg substitute flour, skim milk, canola oil, vanilla extract, salt, raspberries, strawberries, and mixed berry yogurt. So if you didn't know that was coming from the American Diabetes Association and an associated partner or affiliated partner, the last thing you you should think of as as a person with some 
decent knowledge of nutrition is that that is coming from the Diabetes Association recommended for diabetics. But that if you know anything about what diabetics are being told to do, this is the I, uh, perfect example of how they're not helping the people with diabetes. They're prolonging their suffering and promoting their suffering. Well, keeps them getting paid. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, Dave. It's it, 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 it's such a nefarious plot. It's hard to believe that they're willingly doing this from the profit motive. It is I, I still want to think people are stupid rather than they're that evil. But I might be naive in that assessment. So and we talked about this on another show. We are at a point where it doesn't matter if it's a plan or not. The reality is the same people that own the pharmaceutical companies own the big food pro uh, producers who also in turn control all of the agencies that are in charge of policing, whether it's whether it's an actual federal federal governmental agency or say a university institute of nutrition, either way, those entities are being funded by money from both pharma and food. So you read and you hear stories about how people get grants for research. They're not getting grants for research based on a, a hypothesis that's going to put either of those two industries in an unfavorable light. So the, the reality is the system that we have is resulting in this, whether it's planned or whether it came about, I don't, at this point, I don't care. The bottom line is we're being fed poisonous food and also we're being dosed with medication designed to fix the problems of the food rather than fix people's diet. So once again, we are in that self-defeating cycle of addressing symptoms and not the root causes. Yeah, I'm at the same point you are where, you know, we, we, whether it was by accident or on purpose, I tend to think it was by design. I don't think people are quite that lucky financially where all these things align, the stars align and they're making money hand over fist, uh, supporting each other in these, 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 uh, industries that are being fashioned as helpful. Um, I, 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 you know, we homeschool our kids, so we don't have these forms to fill out and whatnot, but I was also reading on one of the things you exchanged with me where um, parents have, I guess they don't realize it, but consent has been given to schools to uh, handle your kid. I, I don't I don't know what word you want to use. You may be able to fill in and inform well, me. No, when you're, so basically, this is a simple one, although I, I want to get back to, to what we were talking about. Uh, oh, but, go ahead. Do, do that after. Do that after. Do, do this one after. Continue on what you were going to do. I didn't mean to move you off the track. Well, it's just, it's such an important subject that this, the concept of the food, I'm going to call it the food war, where we're being fed propaganda about meat is poor, is bad for you. And, and there's some pretty major accounts on, on social media and that, that are out there promoting whole foods and, and meat and real food like that. And the problem is they're, they're kind of, I'm going to say, underestimating the threat and and the um, and the motive behind these pro-vegan pushes. And and my feeling is this is just the precursor 
to the, the food control being controlled. And we've seen how governments have used methods of control to get people to adhere to their basically scienceless edicts. And we could look at the obvious example of the vaccinations and the social distancing and the shutdown as why we don't need to go for any further than two or three years ago. Some governments and some entities are still pushing the failed policies of disaster that we lived through. That It's right around the corner, Dave, that the food supply is going to be controlled. And if you don't see it, then you're being naive. And, and call me a conspiracy theorist, theorist, but the conspiracy theorist label has was made a negative by the CIA back in the day when people were uncovering their operations and talking about the underhanded way and the, the dangerous and evil way in which they were operating. So they just labeled these things conspiracy theorists. And today it's unfortunate, but people are just so disinterested and don't have the attention span to look beyond the surface. They pick up on that phrase and throw it at anybody who has a thought that is different from what we're being you know, instructed to follow. And the, the, you could see what happened during COVID and when we had the shutdown and we had the protesters in Canada, we had the, the Canadian truckers who were protesting. And I'm bringing this up because there's a, there's a point to bringing this up. The, the government of Canada shut down and took the bank accounts of those truckers in Canada who were protesting without having them have any due process without having them even been charged with the crime for basically just speaking their mind and and engaging in civil disobedience. And just recently, the, the highest court in Canada found that the Canadian government, specifically Trudeau and his minions and some of his ministers, were wrong and they acted outside of their purview and outside the restraints, constraints of their constitution. And you would think there'd be some contrition on behalf of Trudeau and, and, and the like, but because narcissists don't see that and don't know the concept of contrition, they have doubled down. And if you listen to their logic about why they did what they did, it's frightening. They refuse to accept the judgment of Canada's highest court that basically said, emergency or not, you don't have the right to shut people down. And this threat of, uh, of, or actually it's not a threat, this excuse of doing it for your own good, doing it for your safety, is one of the most dangerous concepts there is out there. And yet that is unabashedly, un, and unembarrassingly the way they've defended themselves, basically saying they don't care what the court said. They did what they did to protect people what they don't tell you what they were protecting you from, and they would do it again. So when you have this concept of the control of the bank account, and on top of that, Dave, we have this movement to produce this government-run digital, central digital currency, which puts the control of our money, would put the control of our money in the hands of that very same government and those very same people, there would be nothing to stop them from telling you what you can and cannot buy and what you can and cannot eat. So 
we've we've had the dry run. It, it, it happened in Canada. It's happening in Great Britain. It happened to an extent in Australia and New Zealand with the control. And it's going to continue. This is not something that's going to abate unless more people get with the program and understand what's happening. Sorry to go off on that long speech, but I think I, I'm trying to tie together the threads of all this. This is not some lone wolf, low, some issue about, you know, the food supply and it has and what we're eating and it has nothing to do with all these other things that we're being told we're going to need to do. These things are all working together to, 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 the get, to get us to the point where we're not going to have that control any longer. So no contrition, no penalty. No, there's no, there was no penalty. No one lost their job. The um, Trudeau basically again used the excuse that I just uh, reviewed, and one of his prime ministers, the same, uh, the woman who I forget her title and name, but she was the one who was out there, and just, and I remember the press conference they had where she described what they were doing and how they were freezing these bank accounts. They fall back on the excuse it was for your own good and we're doing it for what we thought was your safety. So that's the new standard. You you could say you're doing it for your – you thought you were doing the right thing when you turned out to be violating your, your country's constitution and there's going to be no penalty for it. And that's, you know, that's the voters' fault. We have that same problem here, but it's the voters' fault because they vote, put those people in office and they're allowing them to act with impunity. Well, it goes against everything you talk about here on the show and educate our, our audience with taking care of your, you know, being smart enough to have your own self-care plan, your own self-custody plan, which is, you know, money. Um, and you're right there. They took a lot of liberties with that one. What, what's next? I mean, as, as we talked last two shows about the attack on farms, at least in our country, um, attack on growing your own food and I mean, if, unless we can't connect the dots, determining what's right for us, that little pancake thing you sent me where it's everything was substitute, right? Egg substitute. Nothing's real. We have meat substitutes out there. So um, dangerous, dangerous uh, precedents that was set up there in Canada. Yeah. And, and, and when you look at it, they're going to use the failing health of our nation as the excuse to take control. So it won't matter that people trusted them. You're going to get the people who trusted the have already been trusting the government nutritional guidelines for all these years. The people who have trusted them have been rewarded with poor health and basically being put on a lifetime regiment regiment of drugs. And then what's going to happen is they're going to come in and take away everyone's ability to feed themselves because of this perceived crisis in health. You watch it. The the the. Uh, the die has been cast, and they've run that before. So, and this this question may be beyond the scope of this podcast, maybe beyond the scope of us. But what on earth is the end game with all this? I mean, we're we're just going to slowly hurt. Uh, I mean, people are going to perish as a result of this plan here. What, what, in your mind, what's the end game? Do you believe the stories that the elites want a certain amount of depopulation? That's certainly what's been happening recently. <clears throat> if you look at the data that's coming out of Great Britain, they have a uh, excess mortality rate in, I believe it was the 23 to 45-year-old group of almost 25%. I believe it was 22%. Uh, 
And according to some of the experts, Ed Dowd is one of the guys out there that's been talking about this from the beginning. You're starting to see stock prices drop for the drug companies because of the smart money knows what's ha what's happening. And uh, they've seen the data and they've known all along the data. Um, and uh, it's harder and getting harder and harder to hide it when you have an excess uh, deaths rate of 22%. That's astronomical numbers when you go back and look, when you go and look at that. So, yeah, not, not, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad numbers when you don't have a plan for it, but when it's deliberate, it kind of the writings on the wall. How much do you think? And I, when you started talking about the, you said depopulation, my mind immediately went to the Marvel movie. I don't remember which one it was in the genre, but where the, the character Thanos has that plan for depopulation. He snaps his fingers and uh, a, thir a third of the world is gone or two thirds of yeah. the world. Um, it, 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 and there's, there's other movies that are out. Do you subscribe to that as well? That, that that's another messenger outside of, you know, some of these posts and whatnot to, to our world out there that this is what we're doing. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't have another explanation. Can you come up with some explanation for for what we're seeing with that? I'm big on Occam's razor like you. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, uh, you know, the, the simplest explanation is usually the explanation. So I try not to overcomplicate too much. It's just, uh, you know, the, the, the audacity to kind of put it right. The audacity to claim that we need to take control of your health because you're in bad health because you followed what we said in the first place is to me just makes my head spin and explode at the same time. And then to, to see how it's just placed right in front of people and people still don't buy into it. They're still that asleep where they won't take control of their lives. And that's all we talk about. And we just want people to, to, to be their own leader, you know, do your own homework, stop being a drone, stop falling for everything. Question. Yeah. But you know what, David, that that's, I mean, that's correct, but what's going to, what good is that going to be if we've gotten to the point where we want to do that and we're not being permitted to because there is this way there is this way to control the food supply, control your money with the social credit scores and control your travel ability, your ability to buy fuel or if you have an electric car, the ability to power your home if you're on the smart grid that is going to assign debits and credits to your account based on your usage. You could have all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't have the ability to act on it, you're in trouble. And I, we're, at, we're at that tipping point where that's my point about people need to start understanding what's at stake, because if they don't, it will be too late to, to make any differences because those things, the die will be cast. I would challenge people to try to live a day without you know, the, the things that you're talking about, like uh, the, you know, electricity. But I, I think, I, and I've been doing this for three years now, maybe a little longer, preparing for such a time, uh, preparing, as we talk about in sports, prepare for the worst case scenario. And I do it quietly, you know, I'm not banging the drum around there, but, you know, people have got to stock up on food. They've got to stock up on, um, you know, learn how to handle self-care, learn how to ha handle your money without, you know, you know, without having it all over, you know, like you said, the social credit score, have gold, have silver. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, there, there's ways that people can get into it, but it, it, it is a major paradigm shift when all of a sudden this stuff is taken away. So I would, my, I would advise prepare 
now just in case. That you know was- what? I had someone that was a client of mine, and we had this discussion, and we're getting a little off it, so let's just end it with this. But what I will say is I think that that gold and silver is all nonsense because if the shit hits the fan, what do you do? Where are you going to sell that gold? Who are you selling it to? What value is that going to have if they're going to be able to track and trace everything? You're not going to all of a sudden be able to show up somewhere with gold and sell it to somebody. So I, in my mind, that is an, uh, that is a uh, more, uh, you know, when I hear these programs to convert your savings in, into gold, I think that's as much of a scam as it is a, a valid opportunity. One of my guys, one of my clients had started to, uh, and rather than that, he was investing in ammunition and make, being able to make ammunition. This might sound a little crazy because he said, if things go bad, that gold bar, those gold bullion aren't going to help you. I'm going to have a plumber come to my house and need something fixed. He's probably going to be more likely to take five boxes of ammo than he would of uh, of uh, of some gold. So I think that's kind of out there for most people to understand. But actually, if you think about how bad things could get if things got bad, it makes a little more sense. So oh, I know I'm with you. It's it's and I, I don't I don't mean like having it with somebody like those big bars, but gold and silver coins, ammunition, seeds, uh, I think uh, gasoline, you know, whether it's mostly diesel, if you have that, because that'll that'll do those powered uh, uh, when, when you need to power your house and whatnot. So, yeah, I, I think a lot of stuff will be used as am, as a currency. Let's just say, and yeah, yeah. If, if something's dollared backed, it's worthless um, for the most part until the dollar goes out. But anyway, yeah, we we did uh, we did venture, and I I promised you because I was, and I'm glad we did circle back to that um, when I kind of took you off course a little with the parental consent. We were no that, but I, I just you know, there's so much, and I was thinking that today. And we'll end it with this and then we'll move on. But if you look into what's been done to prevent the word from getting out, whether it's people like, well, forget who it is, but people who have had their your, their YouTube platform demonetized or other things being done to control their um, their opinion and their ability to get their opinion out there without even being in violation of any law or term of condition – for instance, I'm a, I've become a fan of Russell Brand's podcast, and I believe he's more of a threat than some of the other people, uh, some of the other voices out there, because not only the number of followers he had, but he was not a person of a particular philosophy politically, and, and he certainly was not to the right, which usually is the bellwether trait to get censored. He, he basically had a lot of left-leaning views, and because of his popularity, he was shut down. And he had this, the, the, the typical smear tactics used that they've used against um, uh, Julian Assange, and they've used the people throughout history of the sexual improprieties that were baseless and, and anonymous to try to shut him down. So there if you're paying attention to that stuff, that there's a, a bad undercurrent of censorship and of in the attempt to control the narrative that 
I think it's being exposed, and I think just more people need to become aware of that. Yeah, no, I, I think it will. That going a little extra on this one, I think, was helpful. And with um, you want to transition to the school question yeah, now? So you know, there was a a post uh, again. This goes back to our Instagram, <clears throat> our Instagram back and forth, where there was a, a post. It's an interesting. It's an interesting account. Um, it's it's titled hormone specialist. He, he deals a lot with supplements, very well thought out. You don't have to agree with everything, but he is a very well thought out, well sourced post. And he had someone that was complaining about how their children were being medicated and how, whether, and, and, and the bottom line, David, we'll cut to the chase. When you sign those authorized, uh, or, or those consent forms, when you sign those consent forms for your kid, in school so that they could give them medication, you're basically signing away your ability to control what the school gives them, that there's not a limit. It's not like just a Band-Aid for, or, an, or an Advil for a headache or a scraped knee. It can cover everything from perceived depression, bipolar disorder to transitioning, gender transitioning. So you need to look at those documents you're signing. And some of them, by the way, cover that kid from the time they're a five-year-old all the way through when they're in high school. And people need to take a look at that and see exactly what that says and understand the context now that that document is being used, not just for Advil for a headache or a Band-Aid for a scraped knee or antibiotic cream or whatever the, the case may be, which is what you're probably, if you're a normal person, you're thinking that along those lines for your kid that's a, a third grader. You're not thinking that they could give them medications for depression, bipolar disorder, or even as uh, the horrifying reality that they could do it for a kid who says he wants to transition or they say should be transitioning. It's it's frightening. So you have to go and, and look at that document and and parents, if you haven't, I would make that request to your school to see what that document actually says. And then you could actually revoke that privilege. You do not have to give that in perpetuity. You can revoke their ability to give your kid medications of any kind. I was going to ask you about the, the transition question, because that's the one that because of what we go through now or what we're going through now with what's in the media. That's the first thing that went through my head. Um, we homeschool our kids so we don't go through any of those forms. But as I was reading that post, it was alarming as the, the, the guy who posted it that so many people didn't realize that they had actually signed that stuff. Yeah. And, and to what it says, you know, that says it's a, an innocuous enough term treatment that the school deems necessary or treatment that the, the school says is required. So you're basically, that's a wide open invitation for them to do anything they want. So uh, I don't want to, you know, dwell too much on that, but it's, it's something you, you, to see how that, what you're, what the normal person is going to view as a basically innocuous di, uh, uh, document that's going to protect their kid. It's being, it's something that could be used to subvert your own, your own ability to, to control how your kid is cared for. Yeah. And, and 
it's it goes back to that same thing. People got to be aware. They've got to you got to be heavy in the self care. We talked, you know, we talked about gold, silver, all that. Same thing with your health. You've got to, this is a bad time. You said it's a bad time to be unhealthy. Yeah, and it's a bad time to be depending on medical, quote, experts, because that leads us to our next kind of pharmaceutical disaster, which is going to be this Ozempic and other family of, uh, other drugs in that family, I should say, Um, and how there are, all kinds of problems coming from the use of this drug and the side effects are in multiples of what they reported as being what they were reported as being such as the paralyzed stomach and uh, and other negative side effects vomiting uh, nausea yeah, they're 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 claiming, or while the manufacturers are claiming that you're going to get this 20% weight loss, that was what they found in the studies. The real world effectiveness is showing to be really like 10%. And that's really not any better than any other non-pharmaceutical intervention uh, you could get, and obviously without the side effects. Um, so that's that's one of the major flaws right there. I mean, uh, the difference between 10 and 20% weight loss um, is really pretty big. And when you're seeing it's only 10%, that's not worth all the last, you know, all all of the uh, possible negatives from the damage. And here's another thing for you, Dave, since they started to use these drugs, guess what? What do do you think's happened to the rate of people with type 2 diabetes? Oh, obesity is going up, heart disease going up. Yeah. Yeah. If the pattern we talked about earlier in the show has anything, you're going to see things like uh, Alzheimer's, dementia. I read in there insomnia in one of the things you sent me, um, and infertility. Oh, and then, but the part I laugh about is a that's the claim, right? It'll lower obesity and heart disease. But if you disagree and question right away, you talked about the social scores. You're anti-science. Yeah. Your so. conspiracy theorists. And, and and the other thing, we talked about this again. This is just another confirmation of early research and early discussion <clears throat> about the negatives with this. What they're finding is an alarmingly uh, high percentage of weight loss is not fat, but it's muscle. So we've talked about the ne- necessity for people to maintain their muscle mass because that's the that's the engine that burns the calories. You're you're talking about people that are 60 or 70 percent of their weight loss is muscle. So you're you're losing. Say you lost forty pounds, but twenty five pounds of that it was muscle, which is what you don't want. And then when you when you put that weight back on, which invariably and inevitably people do, you're not replacing that muscle. So you're you're on this negative cycle of weight loss, loss of of muscle tissue, weight gain or regain, which is at a higher percentage of of fat because you're not putting the muscle on at the same rate because you're not eating right. So it's, it's really horrible. And as you get older, it becomes even more detrimental. Not that it's ever good, but older patients, it's really ultimately potentially fatal. So yeah, there's an awful lot of links to, I mean, I, I read through the 
the actual science of it. You know, heart disease, uh, you know, more, more statins, more heart disease, more metformin, more diabetes, more Adderall, more ADHD. I mean, it's all more Ambien, more insomnia. I mean, these are all things that people take to solve the problem. And it, it just exacerbates the problem. More Alzheimer's drugs, more Alzheimer's. Yeah. Um, you know, more spending on fertility, more infertility. It's, I mean, people got to wake up a little bit. But on the same term, uh, at the same time, we also talked about this. They're now we're going to approve that that Ozempic is going to be, and those drugs are going to be approved for kids as young as I believe twelve. I might, I think I even heard ten. So you're talking about, and and you're not. Once you stop using these drugs, the ben, the quote benefits subside. So you're talking about a fifteen thousand dollar a year drug regimen for. How many years for that 12-year-old kid, potentially? For him, he'll be taking it for a lifetime. And how much that is to the drug company. Oh, yeah. Well, he'll take it for a lifetime until there's a better one that costs more. Or there's another ailment that comes about. That that, they'll treat, yeah. yeah, That that, uh, you can never stop the bleeding. Um, Pardon pardon the uh, gory euphemism there. you, You sent me something on Megan Kelly, too. What was that? about about she had a, a side effect well uh, yeah i mean she talked about her when she had to um when she had to take the booster to work and then she talked about what happened to her and and her having an autoimmune disorder following getting a booster that she was tar- targeted by moderna for simply talking about what happened to her? And again, that's that follows with the com, uh, with the story about Russell Brand. Russell Brand was being targeted by Pfizer with the help of agencies in Great Britain that are taxpayer funded agencies that are working in conjunction with the drug companies to quash debate on these vaccines. And you're not even, Dave, talking about people out there talking about things that are patently untrue. You're talking about the simple fact of people discussing, discussing statistics associated with the use of the vaccines. And in Megyn Kelly's case, her personal story about how she came down, if that's the right word, she had this autoimmune disorder immediately after her booster. And that's obviously not a, 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 a solo story. That's a story that we've heard anecdotally thousands and thousands of times. Once you have that many anecdotal stories, it's no longer anecdotal. It's called proof. There, I know someone. I don't want to um, uh, betray a confidence, but I know a woman in her seventies that got the booster. And then a couple of months later was feeling lousy and went to get tested and found out you have lupus. Now, I don't know. Most people are familiar with that, but lupus is a disorder that usually comes about much earlier in life. Rarely do you see people in their latter stages getting lupus. And yet here we have, again, these stories of autoimmune disorders cropping up in populations after the vaccine. So... What is lupus? I don't know. I don't know what lupus, lupus is. is a, you know, it's a it's an autoimmune disorder again that is varying in 
severity, but it's nevertheless an extremely unpayment, uh, uh, unpleasant auto autoimmune disorder, and uh, it's it's not it's not something that you can just it's that's not something that's cured. You know, it's you're you're stuck with with these autoimmune disorders, and it's an unpleasant lifestyle. It, it again, you don't. Uh, uh, and basically, in any of these um, autoimmune disorders, your body is attacking itself. So it's a, an ugly and slow deterioration of your own body caused by your body's immune system attacking otherwise healthy cells. And what happens is because of the method, or I'm sorry, the uh, mechanism of the vaccines, it's being hypothesized. And we still have to say it's a hypothesis because they haven't been able to study this, but smarter people than us have, who understand the body's workings and how these things progress it's it's an extension of what the vaccine is doing to your body so we're, we're again talking about people being censored just for talking about what's happened to them because it's against the narrative and it's against the big moneyed interest and and one of the things we didn't talk about which i wanted to bring up which is one of the things cali means discussed was that the reason big pharma advertises so much you know you watch those commercials and and think well why are they putting on this commercial during the nfl playoff game about uh an obese woman dancing and singing around with this group of people and telling you don't take this drug if you have this and that and here are the here are the symptoms and talk to your doctor and let them know if you're pregnant or this isn't they're not doing that for educational purposes. That's simply a way for the drug companies to pay off the networks to not engage in any kind of discussion or investigation that's going to put those companies in a negative light. When three quarters of the revenue from cable news comes from pharmaceutical companies, from uh, the cable news companies are not going to engage in any kind of investigatory work that's going to make those pharmaceutical companies look bad. So it's it's a simple matter of protection money, just like the mafia used to do in the old days. I find it interesting with the Megyn Kelly situation that the, the reason they wanted her, it's like the qualifying stuff you're talking about with the commercials, is that the audience is just too fragile. The human population is too fragile to hear the truth and to hear what actually happened. Same thing you mentioned about uh, Canada earlier. Um, you know, we've got to protect you. Uh, you're, you're, you know, you, you can't mentally handle this. I really wish people would stop buying into that because it's, you know, it's, I, I, I keep going back to that self care custody reliance. You, you, you got to handle it yourself. You're strong enough to do it. You're smart enough to do it. People got to start standing up for themselves. Well, and I think you have a, it's happened over the years. They went after whatever, whatever the, the, the habit is that doesn't pertain to you that you don't really care because it's like, well, I don't want that person to do X, Y, Z anyway. I think smoking is a great example. I think if a bar wants to cater to smokers, 
they can open that bar. And if you don't want to work there because you don't want to be exposed to smoke, don't work there. If you don't want to go there as a patron because you don't want to be exposed to the smoke as a patron, you don't go there. And if the if the if the business fails, it fails because of the market. It's just like Dave, we're seeing it with these vegan restaurants and fake meat purveyors. They're all losing money and or going out of business because no one wants it. So let the market dictate that. However, people feel like they're doing good by saying you shouldn't smoke, you can't smoke. However, that same mechanism, that same method is being used to take away all those other things that are going to eventually get to you, whether it's eating meat, whether it's uh, drinking, whether it's smoking pot, whether it is whatever. In a, in a way, it's interesting that in a time where we're being told healthy foods and foods that have sustained society for thousands of years are bad, we've had the legalization of of pot and all the offshoots that has come out of that legalization process. So it, it eventually comes to your habit, and then it's too late. And like I said, we're getting to the point where they're coming after the food supply, and it might be too late to, to, to turn it back. Yeah, no, I think everything you've said today is if it doesn't wake people up, I don't know what will. And it's a, again, it's a charge just to take control a little bit more than, than we have. But we've kept you for 45 plus today. What else you got? How do you want to wrap this today? What message do you want to leave the audience with? Well, again, it's just I don't think we have to change what we want as being kind of the goal of this exercise, the goal is to get people to pay attention so that you can maintain dominion over your, your, your life and how you treat yourself and how you treat your family and, and, and all the decisions that follow from that. So be your own expert is basically, I think the way, the way to sum up what, what we're trying to do here. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned tobacco. We can cover that in the next show. Maybe I'm actually reading something on the history of tobacco um, where I think you'll be alarmed. I'll send it to you. Yeah. It's it's uh, initially is a uh, in its purest form is, is healthy. And all the things that have been done to it over time have created what we have today. So um, but we will cover that another show. I'll send you the material on that. But I found it. I was in shock um, because of, you know, we. We, we, we've been educated on the, the perils of it. And I read that and it was, it was a paradigm shift for me. So again, we're aware and we're always learning that stuff. So I, I, again, we encourage you guys. Well, a great show today, Sal, of course, always packed with information. I love getting the updates throughout the week. It keeps me on my toes and, uh, I'm always surprised again, and I'm aware. So I encourage our audience of 67,000, go back, listen to this one again, take some notes, challenge Sal, reach out to him, ask him questions. We'll be up on millions later this week where you can bring him on board for a, a short talk, a long talk, a quick message. And that's that's fantastic to do. Our merchandise should be up as well. Um, thanks for the support with the two nominations for the awards. We, we love you guys for that. And look out for our newer sponsorships that are going to come about that are going to result in some major events, both in person and virtual. You need to get uh, in front of our podcast host more often take advantage of them. They're a wealth of knowledge. So with that, Sal, thanks so much for what you do. Episode 441 in the books, The Hot Corner with Coach Sal. See you next week.